Stay tuned to SAFM coming up. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Speaking educational conversations uh, this evening, remember you can interact with us uh, by calling us on 0891-104-207 or WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. You probably have bought a property or you have tenants living in your property and you don't know whether or not uh, it's still a good thing to keep them there. What does the law say about this particular issue? Or you might be a person who's been considering going to the property market but are not sure with the current climate um, economy. Um, if it is what you should be doing, buying into property, is it a good time to buy? Is it a good time to sell? Well, that's what we're talking about in our educational conversations. I'd like to welcome Stefan Botha, who is the director of Rainmaker Marketing. Thank you very much for joining us, Stefan. Hi, Patricia. How are you doing? Excellent. Thank you. And I hope that's you're good. doing good as well. I know today you had an awesome webinar giving us Investment 101. Yeah, yes, yeah, and thanks, thanks for having me. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think just to just to go into onto your point, it's obviously a very sensitive period for everyone, and we're obviously in, in, in pretty unprecedented times. It's just um, what we were actually actually discussing in the webinar today. So, we had quite a number of experts from around the industry. So, we had developers, we had mortgage originators, we had attorneys, and we had guys who specialize in various forms of, of, of short-term and long-term rentals. And just talking about the market, I think one of the consistent themes that came through it was although we obviously know the the challenges that everyone's facing, the, the, the one reality is that those who have benefited from property, property investment historically have always invested when the conditions are the most favorable. And, and the bizarre factor is that with the Reserve Bank having recently slash interest rates as much as they have. The interest rates are now the lowest they've been in 47 years, which obviously has a, a massive impact on those who are lending from the banks, which um, in essence makes it quite a favorable position in that sense. And um, and it, we, we spoke quite heavily about that and obviously the fact that going forward, the banks themselves will be under um, tremendous pressure to, to lend going forward. So despite all the... The, the bizarre circumstances we face it, we, we, we obviously do quite firmly believe that the property market is, is one opportunity as, as bizarre as it may seem to really capitalize in this current period. So, uh, Stefan, you know, it, it, just to, to answer precisely, is property still the most secure investment asset class? And yeah, Patricia, I mean, I think it, it really proved itself to, to be the most secure one. I think I think the reality is, is, is most people will probably have a, a pretty balanced investment portfolio. And um, I'm no specialist when it comes to the stock market, um, for example. But I think the, the, the one thing about the African property market especially has been really resilient um, over the years. And I think we've, we've always seen that although the market will go through ups and downs, it goes through various different cycles, the one consistent is the people have, have who've invested into property have made money over time, and people who've invested into desirable locations and and unique investments have always seen appreciation. I think in this in this in this current period, we've obviously seen where the the, the stock market has been heavily challenged and where the property market um, has remained uh, very resilient. And I think the one of the things about our country is that it's driven heavily currently. If you look at and recent buyers driven heavily by a younger market. I mean, um, Midrand is an area, for example, we're talking about it today, is that 
42% of people who've invested into Midrand in the last uh, 12 months, for example, under the age of 35. And that's the market segment that seems to be driving the purchasing and, and, and so forth. And, um, and so, yeah, I think we, we, we're quite fortunate with the market in South Africa is that it's, it, it's, it's remained very strong. And does this apply to um, residential, commercial and agricultural property, or is it just based on re- residential? So listen, I think I think the reality. I can't really speak on on, on the average. That's not really something that um, that I know a, a huge amount about. I think the commercial space we know is going to be under the most pressure. And I think the commercial space is probably um, was probably seeing higher vacancy rates than it had historically in in, in various periods um, over the last sort of while. And I think. Uh, all that that behaviour shifts that are going to happen as a result of um, of COVID, and people will look at at how they how they work and how they interact with spaces very differently. And I'm sure a huge amount of business owners around the country, right now, probably around the world, are saying, "Well, maybe we've got 400 squares now. Maybe we only need 250 squares, square meters in future, or whatever it may be." And I think it's going to have a knock-on effect. I think the commercial space is definitely going to be under pressure, and I think you're going to see a lot of commercial developers look at how they reinvent themselves into maybe looking at how they can convert um, their commercial spaces more creatively and how they can potentially look at converting into residential in those segments. But more specifically, when I'm referring to the impact and more of the residential market as, as such. Now, taking a look at even the residential market, uh, can capital appreciation um, be something that uh, investors can still gain profit on at this time of the economic crisis? So, so Patricia, it's a, it's a very good question, and I know uh, a lot of people can look this with a lot of skepticism when one talks about capital appreciation in this current market. I think we've always been a firm believer that if you look at strategically located developments or strategically located properties in desirable areas, high growth areas, areas where you're seeing factors like hospitals and schools and uh, population growth and so forth, and um, there you are regardless going to see um, appreciation. Maybe in, in certain periods that appreciation is going to be um, uh, going to vary in, but the reality is, is that I think what's going to happen in the market going forward, the marginal areas and the marginal products may suffer, but I think um, the, the reality is people are going to look at, at, at living in, in a slightly different way and, and probably where they can afford it, um, prioritise wanting to prioritize where they live and where they stay and, and, and where they invest. And I do believe quite strongly. I mean, we've always been a big advocate of of estate living, um, especially just because of the security that comes with it and, and the lifestyle and the benefits. And we've always seen that a capital appreciation happens higher in, in the state environment. But I think that applies to, to key areas. I think if one had to look around the country, I mean, you're looking um, Hateng, you look, you're looking sort of, uh, Midran, Waterfall, Santon, Rosebank, those type of areas, Cape Verde, you're talking Belita, um, you and then obviously the areas in the Cape, such as Somerset West and 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 Stellenbosch, and, and a lot of those growing areas that will continue to I see think see capital appreciation in in excess of what you'll see in most other areas.
You are listening to Late Night Conversations with me, Patricia Nduli. We are speaking to Stefan Botha, who's the director of Rainmaker Marketing, and we'd like you to join in on the conversation. We are talking about investing in property in this current global economic crisis. You can call us on 0891-104-207 or WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. For SMSs, uh, you can dial 41391. SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50 each, and we are also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube at SAFM Radio at Patricia N. and Uli. Don't forget the hashtag SAFMLNC. Now, Stefan, we know that uh, when the year started, even towards the end of last year, we heard the big buzzword, it's the buyer's market. Well, is it a good time to sell property at this time? No, I, I mean, I think the reality is is that those, you know, a lot of people are going to be under pressure. And I think this the impact of of lockdown and COVID-19 is going to have far-reaching impacts. We, we know that, and, and, and we think we can see the impact it's having on businesses and entrepreneurs and, and so forth. So I think the reality is some people are going to have no choice but to but to sell and reassess how they look at, at things and maybe potentially um, look at renting for a while, et cetera, et cetera. But it, is, it certainly wouldn't be a great time to sell. Um, I don't think one would really see full value in one's investment, and I think that's probably the challenge that people have, people who want to liquidate um, existing assets, whether it be property or whether it be um, stocks that they hold, et cetera, et cetera, they would probably be quite undervalued right now. But having said that, there are obviously great opportunities for people who want to invest right now in terms of um, being able to find opportunities. And especially, I mean, I've always gone about the interest rates, but I think the big impact right now is that it's never been cheaper. It's never been cheaper pretty much ever in this country's history to to lend money or borrow money from the bank, which means that, um, yeah, it's not a great time to sell, but certainly a good time to capitalize on the, the factors in the market. I, I know you're saying it's a good time right now to capitalize on the really low interest rates. However, we've seen that some of the banks might be revoking bonds that were um, approved right before the lockdown. Um, is this is, is this possible? Can banks revoke uh, bonds that were given to people uh, before the lockdown period? So it's, it's um, Patricia. So obviously, I think um, a mortgage originator or, or bank itself would probably be able to, to to comment that more effectively. I think in many cases, banks are providing approvals in principle when it comes to um, off-plan investments and providing bonds. And I guess at that point, they do have the ability to to be able to reassess the conditions. And, and banks are continuously reassessing conditions when it comes to uh, providing finance. But then again, we also had um, Kay Haldanes from, from Uber on a chat this morning and, and, and really chatting about how the banks themselves going forward and the, the, the approval rates of bonds um, during the course of the last year were the highest that any of the banks have seen for, for some time, how banks are under a lot more pressure to, to look at 100% bonds to help buyers and, and, and also how um, obviously we're expecting another um, sort of 1.2% decrease in interest rate between now and the end of the year. So there might be isolated incidents, and um, I can't really comment on those, but uh, it's, um, I think that's, that's going to depend bank to bank. But the reality is, is that I think once we get out of the situation, um, I don't know if you know, but the deeds office um, around the country opened in the course of this last week. It's obviously more in skeleton staff than anything, and the rates department itself too, which is good for the for the industry in the sense that it's at least we can get the the, the, the balls back in motion. But I, I I sort of obviously we were in a bit of limbo at the moment, and 
I think the biggest thing is obviously the real estate market is really pushing to get back and, and active. Um, we're obviously in level four now, but the real estate market is only scheduled to be back in action level two. And I think that's a really, really key thing to really start getting um, things transferred and back into motion. And I think obviously, I think the, the sentiment from the banks in terms of bond approvals will obviously follow. Stefan, uh, Zaman Tukumsras says, good evening, I'd like to know from the guests, should one buy property for rental use or to sell the property? A great question. And I think one could debate that for, for hours. I'm I think sure. there are two, two ways to look at a property investment. I think one can look at it from a, a capital appreciation perspective. And I think anyone who invests in property wants to know that they are going to um, see an appreciation on their property. But sometimes it works that the, 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 the cheaper, more affordable properties probably have the best, what we call net rental yield, which is basically your return um, in terms of your rental income off the cost as a percentage of the, of the value of the property. And um, the question is always asked is, can you find a balance between capital appreciation and rental yield? And you can, but it probably, um, it's probably said that in the, in the more affordable state market, the, the market around sort of a million to two million or just under a million if you, if you can, that rental yield is probably the highest. And, and in those developments, guys are getting 10, 11, 12% rental yield, which is very, very high. And then you'll probably find more in the um, in the in the in the upper segment of of the market. Your 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 capital appreciation will will, will have um, probably good good growth coming off a higher base, but you probably won't get the same um, yield percentage. I think whenever anyone's investing, they need to be saying, well, even if it's for primary residents and it's for maybe someone getting into market for the first time, they always need to be looking. Well, if my condition changes, I need to move somewhere else where I need to be relocated for work or I need to immigrate or whatever it may be, uh, can my property be rented out? And um, and again, then there's also the thing about maybe it's a short-term rental, maybe it's an Airbnb or bookings.com, or maybe it's a, it's a long-term rental. And I think that all depends on the location of the property. But yes, certainly, um, we certainly believe that the right property, right location, and, um, and the right development, whatever it may be, can achieve both. Now, uh, you know, we've also got another WhatsApp here saying, hi, uh, would Stefan advise to buy with a fixed interest rate? Good. Um, another very good question. Some good ones coming up. So it, it, it's, a, it's a thing. So obviously what what will happen, and I think if you chat to any, any bank or mortgage originator, they say the best thing to do to, when you're fixing interest rates, obviously to fix interest rates when they're at their lowest. So at the moment, for rates would be appealing for someone when you look at the fact that our prime lending rate is now 7.75%, whereas less than two months ago it was 9.75%. And and just, it's quite interesting, if you if you look at the, the impact of that, so for every 1% that the interest rate goes down, if you're lending a million rand, you will spend 1,250 rand approximately less every, every month. So if the interest rate goes down by 3%, uh, you effectively spending three thousand seven hundred rand less per month on a on a bond of a million rand. It's a, it's it's very very significant to the impact. But I think the thing will be that um, expect the interest rate to go down further in the course of this year. And it's just going to be a natural um, uh, it's going to be a natural thing from the Reserve Bank in terms of having to take pressure off the consumers. And when you get to that point, it might be a very good time to to try and lock in your um, your interest rates. 
But uh, yes, it is possible. Um, I know the, the advice from Uber today was probably to to not look at doing that, although you can, and you can probably lock in for about three years, and you'll obviously pay a higher rate, but it gives you security of knowing that, that your interest rate is fixed. And I think the reality is interest rate will go down probably by another 1.25% between now and the end of the year, get, to get it down to a, a prime lending rate around 6.5%. And then it will slowly climb back up again. But yes, that's a, that is, we, we're in a very, very good position to be able to look at that. And then at that stage, maybe very well looking at what the, um, what that rate would be to be able to lock it in. We know right now there's a lot of uh, property owners who have rented out their properties. With the current lockdown, Stefan, what are some of the rights or the responsibilities of tenants and landlords, especially given the fact that people are cash-strapped? Yeah, to show that, so I think that's, that's probably something that's out of my, my, my scope. I mean, I think the reality is we, we understand that, especially now, um, it's, it's, it's a struggle for people to be able to move in and out of units. And there's absolutely no doubt that there are a lot of, um, current tenants, um, and who are in positions where, um, non-payment is, is, is happening and, 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 and we guys are under, under various different pressures. Um, but it's not something I'm unfortunately too, um, from a legal perspective, too aware of in terms of what the what the situations or what the rights are with um, with both the tenants and with with landlords in terms of where they sit. Um, unfortunately. Now, the last question I think before we let you go is: uh, What is the best advice? And this comes from WhatsApp. What is the best advice that you would give personally to anyone wanting to invest in property? And in KZN, what is the best area to buy in? Currently and why? So, um, and I, I mean, I can speak for for, for KZ. We obviously KZ based, but we obviously do do a huge amount of research around the country. And I think that the, the biggest thing for for me is is that someone's just really got to got to assess upfront what what their purpose is. Are they looking to get into the market? Um, are they looking for um, a rental um, opportunity? And are they looking at, at the capital appreciation that again? But then I think from a location perspective. Um, it's it's so it's so crucial, and, and we always. I mean, I think in, in, in terms of KZN, and I think one of the interesting things. I mean, there's questions related to KZN is that the the KZN stretch between Mshanga and and Belita, and just north of, of Belita, has been the fastest growing um, wealth market in the, in the country, and it's really outperformed pretty much any any other area in the country. Maybe it's it's got to do with a lot of factors. It's probably value for money at airport and 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 various different factors. But that's certainly from our perspective, where if you're going to look at a at a, um, at a at a pretty hot zone, but then I think you've also got to look at other factors. You've got to choose if you want to invest within an estate, if you want to invest off plan. Um, I'm, I've always been a big uh, big believer that the the if you look at a at a project and you can get it at the right price and you can dig into an into a secure estate, which provides um, security and facilities and all the rest. And if you can buy early and get in early, and if you can look at buying off plan where you have the ability to secure your purchase price up front but only take occupation in 12 to 18 months' time. And in that time, the, the value of the property has increased, but you've obviously secured your um, your price at the time. That is always the most favorable, but then again, um, you might want to get in somewhere. But I think it's more. it really is about location, it's about facilities, and it's about investing somewhere. I think we always say, if you, if you look at somewhere, look at number one, are people moving into the area? Are there hospitals? Um, are there schools? Um, is there growth in retail? And if those areas all um, 
of all those boxes I've ticked in the agenda, it means that it's quite a high desirable area that will probably uh, appreciate and value faster than than most other areas. And then I think the other areas, I mean, Harting, um, um, for example, Waterfall, Midrand, Rosebank, um, those are all areas that I would I, I would I would really look at in terms of areas that are seeing higher growth um, and higher appreciation and higher demand than any other areas. Zama asks, uh, is it true that finding tenants in the property space can be challenging? Um, Patricia, I think, again, it's going to come down to key location, and I think that, that's the biggest thing. Is There's absolutely no doubt that tenants across the country are going to be under more pressure going forward and that it's going to put pressure on rental prices. I think we'd, we'd be naive if we didn't, if we didn't say that. Um, but again, it's going to come down to people prioritizing where they want to live and where they want to rent, and they want to want to rent closer to uh, amenities and closer to schools and where they work, et cetera, et cetera. So again, it comes down to the fact that I think the places are under real pressure um, and where tenants are going to be uh, potentially um, the most compromised is going to be the areas that are not um, uh, ideally situated. Uh, but yes, I think, I think it is obviously a reality that people are going to have to Look after their tenants like old, and make sure that they've got a tenant that they keep 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 their tenant and do everything they can to to maintain that. Because I think it is going to be a, a a reality across all sectors: retail, commercial, um, and residential. Thank you so very much, Stefan. I think we've gotten a lot of information about understanding what the property investment market is looking like right now in the global economic crisis we are facing. And it seems that there is hope. It's not all doom and gloom, but you need to do your research well. How can one get hold of you at Rainmaker Marketing? So if you um, if you want to either have a look at our, at our website, it's uh, rainmakermarketing.co.today. Or if you're going to pop me a mail, it's Stefan, S-T-E-F-A-N, at rainmakermarketing.ca.ca. And I'll be happy to, to help or point you in the right direction. Um, we have obviously do a huge amount of research for developers around the country. So we've got a, a lot of insight into what's happening. And we'd love to be able to, to chat and share um, and so forth. Excellent. And yes, I, I, yes, I, I think, like you said, I think there is... There are a lot of positives, and and I think just like we said, it's always it's always these type of scenarios where those who um, who, who, who capitalise do end up um, being happy in the long run. But obviously, you got to go with your eyes open, and you got to make sure you've done your research and be very strategic about where you select. Thank you so very much for joining us, uh, Steve uh, Stefan Botha. It's been such a great pleasure. Thanks, Patricia. Really, yeah, great. Thanks for having me, and I hope you have a great week. Excellent. SAFM leading the conversation on late night conversations with me, Patricia Dooley.